Hey guys, it's Carissa. Thank you so much for listening to my podcast. If you're loving it, please subscribe and leave me a review. It takes like five seconds and it helps me so much. Today, I chat with FIFA from Bay Modern. She is a badass at making websites and gives us insight from a web designer's perspective. She also has a Montreal boss babe community, which is super cool. You're going to love this episode. Enjoy! Welcome to Get a Heck Yes with Carissa Wu. I'm your host, Carissa, and I've been a Los Angeles wedding photographer for over a decade. I've traveled the world, built my team, and seen it all. I now coach wedding photographers hit 10K a month and build a thriving business. In this podcast, we are going to deep dive into how top wedding creatives get that heck yes from their dream clients. We are not holding back on the struggles of the business and how to push through the noise. Some healthy hustle, mindset shifts, up-leveling your money story, time hacks because I'm a mom of two, a little bit of woo-woo, and most importantly, self-love and confidence are just a few of the many things we will talk about. I want to give you a genuine thank you for following along my journey. I hope to inspire you every Wednesday so that you say heck yes to listening to this podcast. See you guys soon. Hey guys, I'm here with a special guest, FIFA. She is a web designer and brand strategist. She crafts elevated brands for female coaches like myself and speakers to help ignite their brand confidence through intentional strategy and sophisticated designs. Welcome, FIFA. Thank you for having me on the show. (laughs) Yeah, I met you through Courtney Chow's um, Instagram little... Uh, what is what do you call it? Yeah, her content. <laughs> yeah, little cool. exactly. <laughs> yeah, and I thought you had such great vibes, and I looked on your Instagram, and your messaging was so clear. And I haven't had anyone on this podcast about um, that meets website, so you're very special. Ooh, I feel I feel special already. <laughs> Yay! And you're from Canada, so it's nice to have friends and Canadian friends. And I'm in LA. <laughs> <laughs> I'm starting to to meet more uh, people from the U.S., so that's it's always nice. Oh, nice. So tell us, like, how you got started and a fun question, like, how did you niche down to just female coaches and speakers? That's so cool. Yeah, so um, I started about two years ago officially, but before that, I was always um, working at corporate, um, at, like, administration jobs. And I just always felt like there was this void. Um, mm-hmm. There was this thing that was missing from my life. And mm-hmm. I, I didn't, I didn't study at all in um, graphic design or like anything like that. I'm completely self-taught. Wow. And um, yeah, and I, I, I actually graduated in business management. So I'm not doing anything related to that right now. Same. Yeah, I was econ admin. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, that's, I mean, I just got it because my, my parents wanted me to get a university degree, right? Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's basically... Um, I started getting that and um, I just graduated to make my parents happy. But there was just something that I just felt like was missing. And so when I graduated, I just went into um, – I, I tried to just get some jobs in the field. I couldn't get any because at the time I was living in Quebec, which mm. you need French, um, which my French really is not that great. <laughs> uh-huh. So I just – 
kept having this limit uh, that was placed on me um, in terms of the language barrier. So um, I just settled for mundane jobs that were really um, not satisfying. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, that's uh, that's kind of how I started to look into other things. And mm-hmm. then from there, like, um, I started to try out different side hustles, trying to figure out what it was that I was really actually good at. Um, but I was like, always creative at heart. Like I was always drawing when I was young. So mm-hmm. I always tried to like, um, uh, get into like the artsy stuff and very like crafty. So I knew I was more I was going to go into something related to that and um eventually when I first hired my my business coach that's when she helped me figure out my zone of genius which was oh. design. Cool. Yeah. Who who was your business coach? So um the first coach I ever hired her name is Tracy Nguyen uh-huh. and um she She's a business and mindset coach, but she also owns a very successful um, social – well, it's like a digital marketing agency that she she owns, and she runs it to this day. So she's a coach, and she runs that business. Um, so I decided, like, I just want to – I want to hire her because she was already my mentor before um, uh-huh. for another MLM company that I was doing. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Because I was trying so many different side hustles, right? And MLM was one of them, and she happened to be my mentor. (laughs) Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. So so at this time, did you know how to make websites, or did you uh, start learning from that point forward? Um, Honestly, I was into web design in a way since I was like 10 years old. Mm, Interesting. Yeah, I I loved like playing with tech. I was such a geeky girl. I, I I'm such a I was like a hardcore gamer back then and oh, I was wow. really into tech. Yeah, I know it's it's, it's kind of funny cuz people wouldn't think so <laughs> when they look at me they're like what she used to be a gamer. <laughs> <laughs> totally, I wouldn't think that. <laughs> yeah, so I mean it kind of evolved in that way where it's like I loved um doing the artsy things and I I used to like um, put things together on a website and learned a little bit of HTML since I was really young. Mm-hmm. So it kind of just evolved from there. Um, like I already had that technical know-how. And then when she figured out, like she helped me figure out my zone of genius, that's when I dove into it again. And I started to really teach myself how to properly build websites. Wow. So do you build the websites from HTML or do you use like Squarespace or Show It or Wix? Oh, I, I use um, more WordPress and oh, WordPress, yeah. I, do, I do use Squarespace and other platforms as well. But WordPress is the primary platform that I typically build on for my clients. Cool, cool. So how did you like niche down to female coaches and speakers? Yeah, so um, female coaches were um, – Female coaches and speakers was something that I just recently pivoted to. But before that, I was serving female entrepreneurs in general, which was like really, really broad. But I I really knew that I wanted to empower women in my own way because like when I started on this journey, I felt really lonely and um, entrepreneurship can be very lonely when you don't have like-minded people around you. Yeah. Yeah, so I mean, I kind of started off um, when I first got into personal development, and like I had one, that one friend that I got, that got me into it, and um, eventually she um, branched off, and like she just started focusing more on 
improving herself, but more in the corporate side of things. And then I wanted to get more into the risky, risk-taking entrepreneurship side. So I kind of like um, veered more towards that direction when she stayed in corporate. And then I just didn't have anybody else to talk to about it. So that's when I started a community um, of female entrepreneurs. I tried to look for more of these people like me. Mm. And then I just started kind of like a group um, on my own uh, with another friend of mine as well, who I felt would be a nice addition that we could run, run this thing together and just run events for female entrepreneurs to just empower women. And that's kind of how it all started, where I just started to feel like I should serve more of these women. And then um, recently, that's when I discovered like, okay, I, I really want to specifically serve coaches because like of, of the impact that they had on my life. Like the past two years, mm. I've invested so much on coaches. Me too, girl. Me too. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah. Like, it's kind of scary thinking about it now because um, the other day I was like, shoot, I, I spent almost $20,000 on coaches in the me past Me too, girl. Me too. Okay, okay. <laughs> I'll tell my husband. <laughs> I know that's what I said too. I was like, um, I'm not going to tell my boyfriend because yeah. he's going to freak. But totally. <laughs> no, it's going to yeah. pay off for us for sure. It's going to pay off. Oh yeah, exactly. And I already, I already know it's paying off for me because of of what, how I'm able to get what I have today. It's it's just amazing how much I've grown over the past few years. So like these investments were all worth it. Yeah. But because they've they played such a huge role in my life. That's where I was like, you know what? Like, I really want to serve more of these type of women. I want to be able to lift, uplift more of them, elevate their branding and their website, and actually like help them to um, build a brand to allow them to be able to serve even more people like me and uplift more people like me. So that's yeah. kind of how it all happened. <laughs> I mean, I have so many questions to ask you, but tell us more about Boss Babe Imperial. I'm on the Instagram, like. Yeah. Um, and how many women do you help? Like, how did you start it? You just started like um, posting on Instagram and doing events and how did it evolve and what does it look like today? Yeah. So um, for Boss Babe Imperial, um, it start, we started off like maybe two or three years ago now. Um, and it was, it was something that I, I didn't even know was going to turn into something bigger. <laughs> I, I thought it was just going to be like something really small that, you know, we're just going to get a few like-minded women together to just like meet up every once in a while. Um, but it actually turned out a little bigger than that, um, where we started hosting events and we were supposed to run our own conference uh, at the beginning of 2020 for the first conference ever, but that that didn't happen. Yeah. But, <laughs> but um, it was it was something that just um, – we just went with it. Like me and my friend, we were like, you know what, let's just, let's just try to create an event uh-huh. um, and see who comes to this event. Um, so we just put together a brunch. That was like the first event we ever wow. had. And uh, I think actually about 30 to 40 people actually came to that free event that we hosted. And it was like a blizzard outside that day I was like gosh I don't know if anybody's gonna come oh that's a lot of people yeah like people actually came and it it ended up being an amazing event and it kind of just started off that way where Uh people started to get to know us a little more and we started a Facebook group and that's when we started to host like work jams like co-working sessions and coffee shops when we were doing like in-person coffee shop Uh uh-huh like hosting uh, in-person coffee uh co-working sessions you know um and then after when 
2020 hit. <laughs> we started to take it online. And uh-huh. then I moved away from Montreal because I was living in Montreal at the time. Oh. And I moved away. So um, now we just do everything. We focus everything online. And there's a new direction to BBR right now. We're, we're currently on a pause for this so that we can strategically plan out where we want this company to be headed. Okay. But that's just something that we are currently working on. So we're it's still uncertain what's going to happen, but there's a lot that we are still working on. And I know for a fact that I still want to continue to serve women through this group. Oh, that's awesome. That's congrats on like building a community. That's so important, especially for females. Um, so one loaded question that I want to ask you was, is the most like how for your website company, how do you get your leads mostly? And how do you get that heck yes from your dream clients? So these, um, my leads mostly I would say come from Instagram uh-huh. and also like a portion of it comes from Instagram, but an- another portion of it also comes through referrals and also through the community itself that I built. Um, because these women over time, they get to know me through being the host as one of the, like one of the hosts of the events. And then they get to know me as a person. Yeah. And then immediately when they think, okay, I want to work, I need a website or I need to rebuild my brand or something. They immediately think of me in that sense where it's like, oh yeah, FIFA, FIFA does that. Even though she hosts events, she also is a web designer and a brand strategist. Yeah. It's a win-win situation. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. So that's, that's kind of like, um, the bulk of where my customers come from is there and Instagram would be the two main, um, platforms or the main, uh, funnels or. Yeah areas in which I get my clients. Yeah. Um, and I, I like tell, I want to tell the listeners to go on your Instagram and just check it out because you give a lot of good tips for mm-hmm. on your website of how to convert and it's all in your IGTVs and reels and you do a lot of like IG lives, but yeah. you give out so much great content for free. So it's Thank amazing. You. <laughs> Thank you. Cool, cool. I think one more question before we go into our hot topic, which I'm super excited about, but mm-hmm. what is your biggest accomplishment in business? Oh, um, I guess since I started, I've hit, um, well, I, w- I wouldn't say I hit 100K yet. <laughs> That's what I'm aiming for. Uh-huh. Yeah, I, I saw but, that your goal is you're like, I'm going to make this much in five months. Yeah. I was like, go girl, get it, get it. Yeah. I love but that. I mean, like, I've like I'm I'm heading for that direction, you know. I really want to hit that first 100k. But like I I would say my biggest um, win so far is like really being able to hit that at least that 30k threshold where yeah. it's like you have to start charging people for taxes. Yeah, <laughs> you have to register your business. So I would say like the fact that I even hit 30k is like a huge. A huge deal in itself because I thought I would never be able to get to this point where I could actually charge for my services and people would buy from me and I could quit my job and actually live off of like something that I creating myself. Yay. Um, so just Gotta like make our parents that. proud. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Exactly. 
<laughs> so that's really, yeah, I'm happy about that. I'm happy I was, I was able to really create something for myself that my, my parents or my mom could be like, okay, um, you left your job for this. And I guess, I guess it worked out <laughs> or it's yeah. working out. That's amazing. And and once you like did that, now you could exponentially grow because you know what you're doing. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. <laughs> okay. So our hot topic today is Miss Every Entrepreneur Should Know. So tell me why you chose this uh, hot topic. Yeah. So a lot of people have a lot of different myths about um, why they should have a website or like what a website can do for them. So I just wanted to debunk some of these myths. Yay, debunk. I love that word. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so just to make it really, really clear for some people um, from my own perspective as well, like what um, should and should be thought of like when it comes to these myths. Um, but for one of them, like to, to begin, like um, the first myth that I would I say a lot of people think is that like a website is going to solve all of their problems. Yeah, no, <laughs> yeah, that's uh, not going to happen. <laughs> it's not going to solve everything. Nope. It's like literally, it's just um, it's one only one part of your brand touch point, and it's really important that you at least um, know that you have to keep working on it and your brand overall is really what's going to determine people, um, determine whether or not people are going to book with you for your service or like, you know, um, actually buy your product. So it's really an overall thing. Um, and that having a website does not necessarily guarantee that you're going to get like visitors and leads because they think like as soon as they launch our website, they're going to get all of these people coming to them for um to to book their services yeah yeah i mean i i hear you because mm -hmm. you know photographers think that they could just make a nice website and then they're in business but there's so many things we have to do like you know social media and pinterest and seo and mm -hmm. lead magnets and all this stuff so it's exactly. like we have to wear so many hats and do so many things and um you can't just you know, post your website and then, you know, in business, you got to do a lot more. <laughs> exactly, exactly. So I just want to make that especially clear that nope, it's not going to solve all of your problems. You're not going to get leads right off the bat as soon as you launch. Um, it's really important that you keep that, this in mind because it's it's really like the whole, the overall brand strategy that you create. Um, and like this, the website is only one part of where your customers are going to go to find exactly what they're looking for. So if it's not built properly or if your brand is not properly portrayed on this website, which is like basically your online home, then it doesn't mean anything. And it doesn't it doesn't really mean that necessarily that you're going to be guaranteed like vis like visitors and leads as well. Okay, so, so we're just going to burst people's bubbles and then... <laughs> I guess we'll burst people's bubbles and we'll pick it back up. So you can um, go for it for a number two tip. Cool. Okay. So the second one is um, there's, yeah, people think there's no point in hiring a web designer if they can do it yourself, if they can do it themselves. Um, that's, that's a huge myth. Um, <laughs> yeah, for sure. So hard. Yeah, I mean, at the beginning, sure, you could try to DIY yourself because you never know. Like, I'm, I'm really into um, people experimenting for themselves. Like, mm -hmm, I, mm -hmm. 
I'm really, um, I always try to tell people like, try it, you know, if you actually have the time, then try it, you never know whether or not you're gonna actually be good. And if you actually want to learn this, then you know, it, it, you have a lot of time at the beginning of your journey, and you use more time um, to learn these things rather than paying somebody, right. But if it does, um, it does help you better if you actually have the money to hire somebody because um, you're hiring an expert, right? And you're hiring somebody that's going to help you, guide you to build a website and to build it properly. So, I mean, um, it really depends on your journey of where you're at. Um, if you really don't have the funds to hire somebody, sure, you can do it yourself to get some something up and running so that you have people to, to you have a place that people can go on to, to find more about you. But if you actually have the more money than time, I'd suggest then you mm. hire somebody. Yeah. I mean, I, I remember I was trying to make my own for before I had kids, but I was doing mm -hmm. the whole like pro photo, um, WordPress templates and mm -hmm. you have to like click on everything and then press like publish and see what it hap what happens. And I remember like being so intense about it, like working for hours and hours and days. And my husband was like downstairs telling me something and I was like, what do you want? <laughs> And he's like, whoa. And I was like, dude, I'm trying to figure this out. <laughs> but yeah, it caused me like a lot of stress. And I'm just like, forget this, dude. I want to just hire a professional. <laughs> yeah, that's the thing, right? I mean, at least you tried and you know how how hard it is to create something, right? Because yes. especially like um, – Honestly, like I, I would suggest yes to to try it out yourself because at the same time, when you hire somebody and you have this experience, you know how much work there is involved in the process of building a website. And it's just at least like you can relate in that way and you you understand what it is that let's say they're asking you for, you know, because yeah. you've done it yourself and you know what's expected. But yeah, it can be very frustrating. And also like some people hire web designers um, to do it for them when let's say they know they have perfectionism also, you know, because yeah. you want to be perfect, uh -huh. right? Yeah. So if you don't want to be the one making all the decisions and every aspect of your website, because it can be very overwhelming. So um, in that sense, like it might be better in that case to hire somebody to help you kind of relieve all of these different decisions that you have to make and all of these moving parts that you have to figure out yourself. It, it does save you a lot of stress. Yeah. Okay. That's a really good point. But I wanted to ask this question before we go into the, another tip because I thought mm -hmm. of it. But what are like some key things that female coaches should have on their website? Like should they have like a scheduling calendar or should they mm -hmm. have like their prices or more like a link to another sales page or um, I'm just curious because I'm fairly like a newer coach. I've been mm -hmm. coaching for like a year and a half. So just curious. Yeah. So uh, for for coaches, I would say it's, it's really important to have at least like a, a proper sales page. Um, especially if you have this offer you want to put out, um, you want to be able to list everything that your customer or your or your visitor would want to know before making a purchase. So okay. you really want to have like a really clear laid out sales page, um, at least with all of the different things that um, like the questions that may come up for them and the feelings you want to evoke. So you, you talk about the benefits, you talk about the features and all of this on a sales page. 
Um, but also, not not only that, you want to make sure that you have a proper um, checkout process or oh, like onboarding uh-huh. process as well. Okay. So this is something that a lot of people actually often overlook is, yes, you could have like a really pretty sales page and everything. Um, but if let's say, yes, it converts and then they're like, okay, I want to hit the checkout button. If it's not a proper checkout process where they're like, uh, you know, like maybe it's a weird payment payment uh, provider. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're already going to feel iffy about that, right? You have to use like something that's secure and that's like from like, China uh, Gateway dot yeah, yeah, net, yeah. whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Make sure that you're using something that people know about, right? Um, yeah. And just uh, kind of like get them to be feel more reassured, but. Um, that has to be very seamless that that process and as well right after they they check out you want to make sure that you have a proper onboarding like this is something a lot of people over overlook is like okay, okay they get the client but then let's say they they don't get any emails or anything after uh-huh, that uh-huh. and they're just left in the dark that's when they're going to start thinking losing oh, trust a, yeah yeah they're going to start stressing and they're going to start thinking overthinking uh-huh, and uh-huh. actually i've had a conversation recently with somebody that said they just asked for a refund from a coach because of this wow so that's something to think about um, yeah they lose yeah. that excitement and then they just think of like that yeah. hole in their wallet or their bank account exactly yeah especially oh, if it's a big yeah. purchase right yeah, I mean, I signed up for a coaching program and I think I was like one of the last people to sign up and mm-hmm. they had I I was all excited and I think I missed like the first call. So it was super mm-hmm. like bummed because it's like you're Aww. excited and you want to be a part of that. So I know the first like couple of days is when like you're most excited about it and you really want to be pampered. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I want to ask one more question before we go into our next tip. But um, do you actually do like help with the copy and then do you have a team that helps you? For the copy, I don't actually do the copy myself. Um, I have partners that okay. per, that help with the copy part because um, I I believe that um, you should focus more on what you're good at as okay. opposed to trying to do everything yourself, right? Yeah. So in that case, like I've started to partner up with certain copywriters and people who are experts in that. Uh, particular field to help me if ever let's say my clients need an SEO expert or my clients need a copywriter for their website which is most of the time that's the main thing that's holding a lot of my clients back right is the copy yeah (laughs) yeah that's that's something that um, I don't offer myself but I I do have partners who help with that Cool, cool, cool. Yeah, I was looking at like some of your client sites and it's so good. So I highly recommend you. Okay, so I won't bother you too much for your tip number three. Um, Take it away, girl. Shout out to our sponsors. Photoboost Supply Co. helps entrepreneurs start and scale their businesses by creating meaningful experiences with a photo booth. Living in a digital age, anywhere people gather is an opportunity for an experience, and what better way to capture those memories than with a photo booth? There has never been an easier way for photographers to scale their businesses, increase their marketing efforts, and maintain cash flow during off-season than with a photo booth like the Sasso booth. Increase revenue $600 to $800 per event by adding a photo booth to your services so you can make more and work less. If you don't provide a photo booth, someone else will. So stop leaving money on the table and get yourself a Sasa booth today. 
All right. So number three, the third myth is that people think a visually appealing website is everything. Uh huh. And no, that is that is not the case. Like, it's the same as like thinking, you know, you just need a, a pretty logo, right? But logo doesn't say anything like unless you understand the meaning behind it and there's like all the the entire strategy behind the logo and 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 like um around the brand itself right so um a website is the same thing where it's like yeah it can look pretty and everything it can make a good impression but if things are not working properly and if there's too much copy or there's like things that just confuse your visitors like that's in the end that's not going to convert that's not going to make people go to the checkout button or go to your contact page and actually contact you so there's a lot of different elements to building a website and like just making something look pretty is not necessarily going to cut it because sometimes they could get very confused with what they see on your website, even if it looks pretty. Uh-huh. Um, but, you know, in the end, like you want them to have the information that they have, like that they need to be able to move on to the next step. and. The best way to do that is through designing a website that is strategically laid out in a yeah. way where it uses a lot you just of like want them to keep like clicking and then clicking again yeah. and like wanting more information. Exactly. Things have to work and things have to like really link to another in a strategic way. So that's yes. something a lot of people overlook as well. Man, you are a geek. It's gonna tell, right? <laughs> It paid off in the end, though. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I say that that's a compliment, so. Yeah, no, totally. It's a compliment. I'm totally kidding. Um, okay, so take us away with um, the myth number four. So the final myth is that um, the work is done once the website is live. So a lot of people think, like, the, as soon as they launch, it's finished. Like, I don't have to think about it anymore. <laughs> But no, that's that's also um, a myth that's uh, that needs to be debunked because um, there's a lot of things that you need to do to maintain your website after its launch, and it depends really on what type of platform that you decide to go with. But for example, WordPress, like there's there's a lot of things that come up um, in terms of like updates for the plugins. There's um, stuff that maybe the content needs to be updated from time to time um it just doesn't make sense and and your maybe your program has changed you got to make sure that your website is um up to date with that as well as like um there's like security scans that you have to do and all of that yeah that a lot of people actually don't think about right and i know like that's wordpress but squarespace and show it also has their own maintenance but it's it's different in its own way where i guess like the 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 way that they sell themselves is that they take care of everything for you in terms of like the security scans Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. but you're also paying more of a premium because yeah doing that for you right so that's uh that's one thing to keep in mind is like you you have to constantly keep your website updated not only just for plugins and all that stuff if you are on wordpress but also as your business is changing you have to rethink whether or not your website still reflects your brand in the way that you mm. want to trade yeah i mean i don't look at my website too often i, I was really mm-hmm. into blogging but after kids i kind of stopped and then during that pandemic, I actually had fresh eyes to mm-hmm. look at my website and I'm like, oh, I'm actually pretty good. 
<laughs> it's weird to like look at your own work and it starts looking the same because I shoot so much, shoot so many yeah. weddings. But to go back, I'm like, oh, to see it with like, yeah, like a new new set of eyes. I was like, oh, cool. Like this is so interesting to like back at these like my website <laughs> and a lot of things had to be updated. So I totally hear you on that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's really important. <laughs> okay, cool. So I'm going to try to get to know you more in the next mm-hmm. like five-ish minutes. Um, so rapid fire questions, but what is your woo factor? Like what's your FIFA um, factor? What make, makes you stand out? I would say um, my positivity is something that a lot of people love about me. Um, they always say I have this aura, this high energy, high vibe yeah. energy. A lot of people like that. Um, so I would say that's one thing that does make me stand out is when, let's say, they meet me for the first time. Like sometimes they say, like, oh, you know, like you have this great energy about you, and it just makes me want to get to know you better. I think it's your yeah. voice. Maybe. Maybe it's <laughs> like a lullaby. <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> you're like, look. Yeah, yeah my, my little baby voice or something like that. I don't no, know. you do have a good voice because when I uh, met you online for the Courtney Charles content bashing yeah. course, I was like, oh, she's so cute. Like, I want her on my podcast. <laughs> she seems like she has really good energy. <laughs> oh, that's, that's nice to hear. At least, like, you know, because I always felt like my voice was, like, so babyish. So, But I guess people like it and because and, I have such a soft voice. Yeah. And um, I, I don't know. Like, people, people like me for my energy in that way um and also like I'm always so supportive and I I people say that I they they love that I'm always trying to look out for them and always like trying to help them and give advice because I love advice I I love sharing my lessons of what I've learned and to like help people avoid the same things that I did um so I always try to share I I tend to overshare and that's what people uh, say lot. <laughs> yeah, I love that about you. Okay. Um, what is the biggest struggle for your business and how did you overcome it? Honestly, sales was a huge one for me. Really? Yeah. <laughs> it was tough. Like especially being an introvert, I thought I couldn't be able to sell. Um, I thought that was something that would hold me back forever. Um, because I, I didn't know how to speak up. I didn't know how to be assertive. Um, I didn't know how to say what I wanted. Um, because of like the childhood stuff, childhood traumas and stuff, which I've worked with my coach through. Um, but over time, I've been able to get past that just by constantly pushing myself through um, my comfort zone. Mm. Um, and that has helped me to really just like gain more confidence in myself. And even though like I know I have a soft voice and everything, I feel like just um, getting on a lot of being in the online space now, like uh, being online has really helped me in like um, getting past that that fear of like always trying to um, – sell and also like my voice is just so soft I always felt like that's always holding me back that I'm not like assertive enough and people are not going to take me seriously oh no I don't think it's soft I okay think it's, like, I think it's nice but I had to get over that too like I was on mm-hmm. YouTube and it would take me like an hour to talk about what to wear for the engagement session I'll be like sweating <laughs> and like drinking a beer <laughs> so hard and now I could um I'm starting the YouTube thing again mm-hmm. and I was much more articulate and could speak on the cuff, but I look much older and <laughs> uglier. <laughs> a lot more wrinkled. <laughs> oh, no, like, you're never going to win, right? 
Yeah, but that was like, um, yeah, my my voice, like, apart from just like my voice, it was like, um, yeah, the articulation of my words as well. That was something that was uh, really holding me back too, because I can think fast, and it took me some time to get to get into the zone and get used to it, right? And yeah, and build confidence in that just through going on IG stories all the time and really pushing myself to do it. That's helped me along the way. So, what do you talk about on IG stories? And do you do you go on like every day or every week? Uh, I try to go on as often as I can. I, I've i been trying to go on like maybe once every day or once every two days um, because not only does like – like I, I have to appear because like, I have a content calendar and I, I know I need to appear on IG stories, but also because like it does help me in terms of my speech, in terms of helping me to just – articulate my thoughts better it's good practice at the yeah it really is it really is <laughs> yeah so I mean like I I do it for for that reason um but a lot of the times like it doesn't I I tend at the beginning I was overthinking a lot of what I should say on my IG stories but now I just more natural I just talk about the things that come up in my day-to-day sometimes some things I learned um and like wins or like failures like I just share whatever comes up that day and sometimes try to educate my audience on as well on like web design and branding so that's usually the stuff that I I tend to talk about on my stories so do you just record on video and then you post your stories yeah yeah okay yeah I need to get on it I think I was I felt really scared about like going on IG that's why I'm doing the podcast (laughs) I need to get over my fear because I think I think you get a lot of views when you're like you know, talking on IG stories for sure. Yeah, like you, I thought I thought you would be on IG stories more because I, I love your energy too, and I, I'm oh, sure that I, I would love to look at your stories. Oh, well, thank you. I really appreciate that. Yeah, I guess I'm more like an audio person. Um, I don't always put on my makeup, so I'm like, Ooh. oh, don't worry. There's filters, girl. <laughs> I know. Blur me out. <laughs> totally. Um, one more question before we tell everyone about your freebie. Let's mm-hmm. see. Question, question, question. Let's see. Maybe ask me a question and I'll ask you one more. I can't think mm-hmm. of anything right now. Um. Putting you on the spot. <laughs> oh, I know. Okay. Um, what do you like to do for fun? Oh, I love... I love watching Korean dramas. Ooh, I know. I have to yeah. start watching Crash Landing, my first. Oh, yes. I love watching Korean dramas. Like, my boyfriend doesn't like it that much. Um, but he just uh-huh. watches it because I watch it and he just wants to watch something with me. So I'm like, okay, Korean dramas. But apart from that, like, I love eating. Like, I'm such a foodie. And Ooh. that's thing that I love to do. <laughs> love it, love it, love it. Are you Vietnamese? I'm yeah, I am Vietnamese and a bit Chinese as well. Okay, nice. I'm Chinese too. Oh, okay. <laughs> cool. This is such a fun conversation. Um, tell everyone about the generous freebie you're gonna give, and then also like where to find you and how to work with you. So I have a freebie that's um, a sales page blueprint. So this is like a, a small little PDF. Um, short ebook that I put together to show you like how to um, build a proper sales page, like what things you should look out for and like how to like give you some guidelines and tips on how to design one that's that's um, includes all of the convert high converting elements. So I put together this freebie for you guys. Um, if you are interested, um, 
And uh, if you have any questions or anything, you want to join me in my community, you can find me on uh, Instagram most of the time at Faye Modern. Um, and then, yeah, if you have anything, feel free to reach out to me. I'm always open to start conversations with people. Yay. And lasting advice from FIFA for wedding professionals. Anything. Hmm. Okay, uh, a last thing. <laughs> you gave so much already, I know. <laughs> um, I guess the last thing is just make sure to uh, always keep your website updated um, and just like make sure that as your brand is evolving that your website reflects that. Yay, thank you so much. This is awesome conversation. Thanks for joining me this week on Get a Heck Yes with Carissa Wu. Make sure to follow, subscribe, leave a review, or tell a friend about the show. Take a screenshot and post to IG. Tag me. Also, don't forget to download my free guide on how to become a lead generating machine. See you next time, wedding pros.